Listener Production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Everyone, so if you listened to the episode yesterday, it was all about this bizarre conversation I saw on YouTube. We were dissecting it, talking about it, this sexist, awful, awful time. And Lem actually worked her magic and ended up getting one of our um, stars of the show on, um, <laughs> Mr. Lucario. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to that and see why he's even on. Now, this is actually the first time we've had someone on the podcast that doesn't agree with us. <laughs> So, um, because I've always felt like, oh, we don't want to platform people's views that we don't want to, we don't want to spread. But A, I've had a change of mind in the past like six to 12 months. You know, my Saturn return is happening. <laughs> um, no, but I, I now think that it's actually important to sometimes get people on that you disagree with purely because then you can vocalize your retort and maybe that will help people <laughs> in real life if they hear someone spewing this um, interesting concept. Um, if someone's speaking about it at a pub or someone's friend's talking about it, they can take what we've said on this podcast, mainly Lem with her slay responses, um, and they can kind of make that their own, if that makes sense. I feel like it's important for us to be able to rebut things that we've heard uh, with the person there and give them a right of reply as well. Unfortunately... This right of reply was very confusing. Um, I'm not sure we got uh, anywhere, but fuck, it was an interesting conversation. I mean, you did learn how to be submissive, didn't you? Like that um, was the whole reason we did this, you I'm know? I'm completely submissive. Um, yeah. So we got Mr. Lucario on his dating coach. We kind of got one question in and then Lem and I went on a <laughs> bit of a whirlwind. But enjoy this. Honestly, it's kind of just silly. It, it's not silly. It's kind of just like, what? how would we describe it? It's. it's I, I learned a lot personally. Did you, Oscar? I, learned, I did. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned how there are some cooked opinions and... God, it's interesting. It was interesting. I'm sure that, oh, trigger warning though, um, for any domestic violence or coercive control or emotional abuse, if that triggers you, the whole conversation is about that. So probably give this one a complete miss. There are resources in the show notes, but I think probably just if it's going to trigger you in any way, the whole conversation is about it. And it's also quite concerning speaking to this man about it Mm. because there was no, of course, there wasn't any compromise. He was leading us. Um, <laughs> but there was no even acknowledgement. It was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. here's why men are better, essentially. So give Let it a listen. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Oh, oh, well. I was like, I was like yes, I've been brainwashed already. But so, so, I mean, it was interesting. At one point he said, what, should we ban guns? Which is a very funny audience to say that to. Um, I was like, yeah, we're in Australia, dude. Like we have done that and it worked. So we should ban guns and we should ban coercive control. Give it a listen. Honestly, bonus episode, a treat for you all before Christmas, three weeks out. You know, God, we're good to you. We are. We're going to have fresh content, by the way, all through Christmas. Oh, we should tell them that. So usually all these lazy podcasts. (laughs) No. Always other podcasts usually. um, uh, And we did last year. I give you reruns. But this year... We've decided to give you guys fresh content because, look, I don't do radio anymore. So Queen I has time. time. Yeah. I have time. So we did it. Um, and God, we're good to you all. And uh, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> the best look, gift you could ask for. Before you all come in my comments and say, you shouldn't have gotten him on. I've explained why I got him on. Don't bother messaging me. 
I'm not going to lie. Like, if you're going to be like, you shouldn't have someone on the eye. Lem's idea. You can blame it on me. It's Lem's fault. I'm yeah. going to blame Lem <laughs> yeah. and come abuse Lem. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I really do think maybe we should try and do this in the future and get people on that we disagree with to try and combat them. Maybe people may have a bit more logic, but... Um, <laughs> Because yeah. it was it was difficult, not that he had good points, but that he was so steadfast was in his incorrect points. Yeah. And you give you examples and you go, I mean, you'll hear it, but you go, yep. How does that relate to what the fuck we're talking about? So I think that in future we will get people on that we disagree with. I think it's valuable. I think it's interesting. Things like this need to be debated in an open forum, if that makes sense. Because mm. it was just, it's also such a common thought. Yeah, it is. It is. It's underlying a lot of what people think, I think. Like what he says, some of the things that he says are like common themes that you hear about and concerning shit that you comment on. Totally. But also review, like review the episode. Tell us what you think. Give us comments. And if you think of any other subjects we should get on or if we should have certain people on, like more than happy to have that. But I don't think, I have a feeling people might be like, you shouldn't have had him on at all. But like, him coming on and talking to myself and Lem, Lem in particular was very was incredible. <laughs> I was a bit aggressive. I was No, sweating. no, you were incredible. <laughs> but Lem was fantastic. Having someone on like that and having us dispel his thoughts, and I think that has value. Um, anyway, so we, we're going to have it more and we liked it. So give us a comment what you thought about it. And if you think of anyone else, any other subjects you'd like us to combat. Um, but um, enjoy TTYL. Oh, well, well, well. Okay. So as we all know, I'm very fucking single. And we also know that I've had my avoidant era. I've had my anxious girly era. I've had my dating, uh, my roster era. Those are the days. Missed that. Um, In January this year. Wow. How time flies. Um, I've had multiple relationships. And I just feel like I might need some help. And recently we did a podcast and this person that we've got on today was kind of um, a main focus of, of my reactions. And I thought, why not get him on the podcast to help me with dating? And that person is Mr. Lucario. Hi, Mr. Lucario. What's up, Abby? What's going on? Nice to meet you. How's everything? <laughs> nice to meet you. So yeah. listen, Mr. Lucario, I'm not going to bullshit you. Mm. I am the least submissive person. Oh, no, you know what? I'm pretty submissive in the bedroom, but emotionally very independent. My whole Mm. podcast is about feminism and Mm -hmm. about um, fucking the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have had a single mum and I earn more money than most people that I date. And I am a great fucking time. So I'm coming to you. Because I think maybe I've been single for a while. I'm 28. I'm by myself in the house. I unfortunately bought myself my two houses. It's so sad. And um, I'm just hoping you can help me find a partner. Okay? Right. All right. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Because I think you would say that I'm doing things wrong. No, I think you're doing everything right as so far. And, you know, as far as what you're doing in your life, it sounds like you're successful. You know what I'm saying? You're doing a lot of good stuff. So. What, what do you think you're doing wrong? Well, I think that I'm doing nothing wrong that everyone else sucks. But you are, <laughs> aren't you a dating coach, Mr. Lakara? Are you a, you're yes, a submission coach? Explain to everyone what you do. Yeah. So basically, for those who don't know who I am, I'm, uh, my name is Mr. Locario. I'm a dating and life coach. I've been coaching men and women for the past about like 17 years at this point <laughs> to teach them to find exactly what they want in their dating life. So what I do is I come with a more realistic approach when it comes to dating. So what most dating coaches do is they sell you hope 
and I sell you reality. <laughs> you feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So like, I kind of try to get it more down to earth. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's so Interesting. Just to get you to that point where you're going to actually get what you really want. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. All right. So can we start a little session here? How would you, how would you start off a session with me or with one of your clients to, if I'm looking to find mm. my, I guess, a, the love of my life? Right. So basically I would ask you, you know, what are you looking for specifically? Like, what is your end goal? Like, what do you want to happen? What type of guy do you want? And then we would just, you know, get down to that. So what, what type of guy are you interested in? Okay. Well, I'm actually bisexual, so it could be any gender. Um, but I, mm-hmm. is that okay, Mr. Lucario? Can you also help me with women? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. So I think. I mean, I could help you find a woman, but I, but go ahead. But, but what? No, no, I was going to say I could help you find a woman too, but because I focus more on women finding men, you know what I'm saying? It would be probably easier for that aspect. But even if you're looking for a woman, because I also have women who are lesbians that I've coached, it's still on the surface level, just finding someone you're compatible with. So that's really how it goes. All right, cool. Let's just, let's just for the sake of ease of language, let's just use men because that, that can be an easier, um, uh, way to way to deal with this okay so what am I looking for Lem what would you say I'm looking for I don't know what I'm looking for I'm a bit of a chaotic bitch yeah, yeah so I think Mr. Lucario from knowing Abby around three years um I think Abby wants mm-hmm. uh, a man who respects her individuality and um I think she wants I think she wants somebody probably of some sort of influence like not necessarily influence in the traditional sense that we know but somebody who like actually is ambitious, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. works for their goals, like not somebody who's just kind of mm-hmm. uh, complacent, I guess. Somebody who's like striving, who's passionate, political maybe. Um, and interesting. And interesting. interesting. Somebody do- mm-hmm. who doesn't like just get her to sleep every time he's chatting to her. Somebody who's really good in bed as well. Yeah, that um, is important. It's mm-hmm. very important. Um, I think she also... Uh, want somebody who can who can listen to her also when she has issues. She's she also is happy to help when when they have issues. But somebody who's there for her, who's not just uh, oh. Also, she does have a thing with um, anybody who's Abby. I don't know if you're if oh God, you're God, allowing so me to excited. say that. Then you're 100 right. So far, this is crazy. Um, how well, you know me. I'm actually quite scared. <laughs> but she also wants she like her. Ick, I guess, is somebody taking advantage of her in any way. Like that is her mm. biggest insecurity. She does not want anybody, especially if it has to do with money or anything financial, because she's actually quite well known in Australia and has her own little mini Abbey empire. Mm. She does not want anybody to just come along for the ride, basically, and um, yeah, take advantage of her in some way. That's so true, Lem. And they also <laughs> have to be willing, but they have to um, listen to you, but also be willing to tell me when I'm wrong. You know, that's true. That's as true. rare as it is, that's yes. so true. Let me. Yeah, okay. Someone ambitious has a shit together, um, is intelligent, and can kind of fight me on certain things, but not too much. Okay, so so what, what I'm gonna ask you next is is usually what I ask all women when I coach them is, do you want a guy who's going to lead you, or do you want a guy you're gonna lead? I want us to both equally lead. Why? Can't, why does it have to be him or me? It can't. It can be equal. It has to be one or the why? other. Because usually, because what's going to happen is even if you think, I'm going to tell you why, even if you think it's equal, someone's always going to be leading. So it's either going to be you or him. But is it, is it, a, is it like a permanent setting or will it change? Because I feel like it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. So yeah, it'll generally be a permanent thing. So even, so what I'm saying is, is that somebody has to in the relationship be the more submissive one. So what I'm asking is, 
Are you willing to be the more submissive one, or do you want your man to be the more submissive one? Can, can I can I just backtrack on this? What do you mean by dominant? Let's let's actually because yeah, everybody understands this. this differently. So, what do mm. you mean by somebody who takes the lead and somebody who takes the back seat and mm. and allows themselves to be led? Right. So basically, the person who takes the lead is the person who has the program and the outlook of what the relationship's going to be and where the relationship's going to go, and then the other person is along for that ride. Right. And so I, w- I would use it f- as an example, as like, you know, in a, in a company, like if you work for a company, you are following that company's lead, right? The company says, this is what we're going to do. You come in, you get hired and then you're part of that company, right? So the company is leading you. You're not leading the company. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's so within that dynamic, either the woman's going to be leading the man or the man's going to be leading the woman. And this is what I'm saying where you have to understand that dynamic first, because if you don't understand that dynamic first, then what's going to happen is, is that if you're not comfortable being led, right, you might get into a situation where you get emotionally attached to a man who's a leader. And then because you're not comfortable being led, then that relationship's going to crumble, right? And vice versa. So you might be in a situation where you start to get emotionally attached to a guy who's not a leader, but you do want to be led and you're going to, and you're going to get frustrated in that situation because okay. he's not a leader. Can you give you me examples of when someone will be a leader just so I understand properly before I lock in my permanent answer? I'm very nervous about it. Right. Okay. So basically, <laughs> so basically what, what it would be is if you were to meet a guy who's a leader, he would basically, and I'm just saying this very simply just yeah, yeah, to give us a simple example. make it simple yeah. to understand. You, right. So he would say, he would say, for example, okay, hey, Abby, how you doing? Listen, I want you to accompany me to this event, right? I want you to wear this type of dress and I want you to wear these type of shoes. So he's basically giving you direction on how he wants, where he wants you to go, how he wants you to show up and what he wants you to do. You see what I'm saying? That's the guy. That's who's my leading. nightmare. Okay, I want. Oh my god! Does that mean I want a submissive car? <laughs> Wait, what, what if I don't want that, Mister Lucario? What if she doesn't want the dress or like the shoes? Yeah, right. what if I don't like it? And I go, that's ugly, or I, I don't want to wear that, or like it's too conservative, or like it's not right. And so that's what I'm saying. So if you don't want that, and you say, "Listen, I'm wearing this," then usually what that means is you're in the lead. You're leading the guy. You say, "Well, listen, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm doing my own thing, and that's what it's going to be." That's what I'm saying. So it's either. He's leading you or you're leading him. Okay. Wait, so you can't have choice. It's, there's no, there's no, between. You, you can't have choice. No, no, I'm not saying you can't have choice. I'm saying that as a relationship builds, then what happens is if you're dealing, if you're dating a, le- a guy who's a leader, he's going to take into account what you're saying and your opinions and all that other stuff later on down the line. What I'm saying is if you meet a guy today and he says to you, let's say you meet a guy and it's a second date or something. And he says, hey, Abby, I want you to meet me at this event. I want you to wear this and I want you to wear that. Uh-huh. And if you if you refuse, then that means that you may not necessarily want to date a man who's a leader. That's all I'm saying. So can I ask, do you know what coercive <laughs> control is? Oh. Did I jump the gun too much? <laughs> say that do again? you know what coercive control is? No, explain it. Okay. It involves any behavior which scares, hurts, isolates, humiliates, harasses, monitors, takes away another person's freedom or unreasonably controls their day-to-day activities. So if we like hone in on unreasonably controls their day-to-day activities by telling them what they're allowed to wear, and coercive control, by the way, in some countries in the world is considered like a crime. A crime. So what delineates this unreasonable day-to-day control from the relationship dynamic that you're talking about? 
Yeah, the difference is, is that she doesn't have to do it. But it, okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So there so, is no control. So, so, There's, you're making, you're basically doing it because you want to. Like, you don't have to do okay, it. Okay, so you don't have to do it. You, you see have what to, I'm saying? So if he said, hey, wear this, wear that, you can say no. And if you say no, does that mean you don't want to be with a leader? But what if you just don't like the dress? Yes, and if you say no, then he might. Right, so if you say no, that means that you don't want to follow his his lead, which means you don't want to be with a leader. And then if you do say no, he can just withdraw himself from the situation, which means that he may fall back and not want to be with you. So that does sound like a worse of control in the sense that if you, if you don't want to wear the outfit that he wants to wear, he wants you to wear, then he will break up mm. with you. Yeah, yeah. Because what that's what I'm saying. A leader wants a relationship a certain way. So he's not. So you don't have to do anything. There's no, there's going to be no harm to you if you don't do anything. You're free to go. That's what it is. You can you can leave. And so what I'm saying is this is why I asked the question before, because when you understand what type of guy you want to deal with, then it's easier for you to find that guy. So if you're saying, well, listen, I don't want to be the, the type of woman with a man who is giving me these type of instructions. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then now let's go to the other guy. Because the other guy's not going to say any of that type of stuff to you. But am, you see but, what I'm but, saying? But so I, what I'm saying is then, you have to choose which one okay, you want. But am I then giving him instructions? Yeah, if you're leading. But that feels yeah, like absolutely. either way someone is abusing someone. That feels like either way, like either I'm controlling no, 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 him or he's controlling me. No, no, it's not. Con- there's no control. It's only cooperation. So cooperation means working with. So when a person applies for a job, the job is not controlling them. They're voluntarily going to the job. They're voluntarily doing the work. They're voluntarily following the lead of that company. No one's keeping them there. No one has handcuffs on them. You can leave at any time. Well, that, so what I'm saying is that if you, but you want it, you need to know if you want that though. That's what I'm, that's that what I'm asking. That analogy doesn't work because actually people are handcuffed to their jobs by financial need, particularly in this economy does. Mrs. Licaria, there's a cost of living crisis in this country. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's not going well for us. So so mm. people actually are like, we're not, I'm not volunteering to be here. I mean, I am, I have a great time, but Lemon Oscar, unfortunately, <laughs> they're shackled to me and I, they know that I would be very disappointed if they didn't come to work in a day, but like they are financially shackled and they have an obligation to come to work. And it's the same thing in a, in a, in a partnership. Like you do have a connection to that person. You do have mm. some sort of care and, and you, it will be harmful to, for you to leave, whether that's emotional uh, loss, regret, pain, uh, missing that person or leaving after coercive control and, and being abused. I feel like it, you, you don't volunteer to go to a company. I mean, no one really likes the companies I work for except for us here at Listener. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Mr. Lucario, I guess what we're trying to say is the, is the assumption that relationships cannot function mm-hmm. except if one person is responsible for another person's choices is actually dangerous. Like what you're actually telling people could be even if your intention isn't dangerous the impact could be dangerous mm. and and the the reason is that we have this issue of coercive control which we all urge you to do some research on it because it is a big big issue it's the invisible type of abuse it's the abuse where mm. you're in a relationship yeah, that's, that's not what i'm talking about though. but deciding what somebody <laughs> yeah, wears another example then lucario yeah. Round no, two. No, this Give what, us this another example. You. This what, Give us I'm another saying. example other than like choices of, 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 of wearing things. So, so what I'm saying is, for example, let's say, let's say, for example, I'm dating a woman and I love skydiving. Right. And I say to this woman, hey, listen, I want you to meet me Friday because we're going to go skydiving. Right now, that woman 
shouldn't skydive because I want to do it. She should skydive because she also loves skydiving. So when she says, wait a second, this is amazing. Locario wants to take me skydiving. And it, and it happens to be that I also love skydiving. So I'm going to follow what he's saying and go skydiving. So I'm not making her do anything. She's doing it because she actually wants to and we're compatible. So what I'm saying is, is that if I'm telling a woman to wear this and put on this dress and put on these shoes and she's like, yes, finally a man that's telling me what to do because it turns me on to be with a guy who's masculine. You see what I'm saying? So she's doing something she wants to do anyway. I'm not making her do it. And what I'm saying is if you don't want to do it, that's also fine too. You just don't be with that type of man. So that's what I'm saying where you have to figure out what type of man you want to be with so it's the best fit for you. That the guy, A guy who's a leader may not be the best fit for Abby. You see what I'm do saying? Because you you you're probably not going to want a man telling you what to do. But do you think that telling someone someone what to do is masculine? Yes, absolutely. Because you because you're leading and you're giving direction. And what happens is that as a if a, a masculine man what he does is he has a program and a structure. And so within that program and structure he wants things a certain way. And so what he's looking for is a woman who's going to fit into that. A guy who does it, a guy who is the opposite. He doesn't have that type of structure. So he's trying to fit into your situation. And that's why I said, if you're okay with you leading, that's fine. He'll fit into your structure and your situation. Okay. Can I ask, where is the resource that tells you that masculine is the definition that you've just said? Is that your definition or is that a resource that you've come across? No, no. What I'm saying is, is that masculine energy is about taking action. Yes, I know. But wh where is that information from? Like, do you have a resource that says this is what masculine energy is? Or is that your opinion? Is it a fact? Or is it an opinion? No, no, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's my opinion. I'm saying that when you look at when you look at society, when you look at, um, for example, if you see a man, men and women in a bar or club, who's approaching who? No, no, I'm still going back to my question. Is this idea that masculine is the leader or they make the plans? Is that documented anywhere? Like, is there a document? No, I don't. I, don't, I mean, it could be. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly where it's documented. I'm just saying that that is what masculine energy is. What I'm saying is this is the energy of movement and action. I know. But usually, usually when people have the, the, the debate, right, when people are arguing things, they actually mm. have references. They have like little pieces of facts that they say, yes, based on this research, masculine means this. Like there actually has to be backing to what mm. you're saying that is empirical, like evidence that you cannot argue with. I mean, not necessarily, not necessarily, because let's say, for example, if I ask you, if I say, hey, uh, do, do you think women like to get their their, you know, their body parts touched in public by strangers? Right. I'm sure you would say, hell no. <laughs> but where's the research? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, there actually is research um, about about. Consent right. So what I'm saying is, is that I'm sure there's research. I'm, and what I'm saying is I'm sure there's research on what you're saying, what I'm saying. I just don't know where it is. You can look it up. I, I haven't looked it up. Well, I guess what we're saying as well is I guess the idea of masculine energy is kind of like a spirituality woo woo thing that I and it's a very like Western ideal of, of gender norms rather than being anything that's researched. 
Right. But there's always going to be yin and yang in life. It, it's the it's the balance. It's, it's always masculine and feminine energy. Lucario, you're saying <laughs> words saying? Like, like always. It always is a fact. Like when you say there's always yin and yang, there's always male. And like these are actually assertions mm-hmm. that have to have evidence behind them. Otherwise, they're opinions. And mm. I'm wondering whether your business model okay, so. is based on opinion and not fact. Mm. And that is what I'm interested. Like if you're selling a course, right? Like there has to be backing mm-hmm. behind it. There has to be like, this is the information that I'm, that I'm being credible. Like I'm a credible source here because I'm teaching you. So I have to have this, mm-hmm. this evidence behind right. what I'm saying. But yin and yang is not evidence is what I'm trying to say. No, it is the evidence. Yin and yang is back and front, up and down, hot and cold. This is actually what you said in in one of, like the gist of what you said, because I'm kind of like relying Mm. on resources here based on like the Jubilee chat that you had. And you said, when a woman is dominant over a man, she can't respect him. Mm. So Mm. actually we're moving on to, I don't think we can agree on this whole like... Masculine, um, feminine energy. I, I think it's a bit of an extreme view. It's a bit of a polarized view. You either have like one leader at a time. Like I'm in a relationship where I sometimes lead and my partner sometimes leads. It's always back and forth between us, depending on the thing. Actually, it works out pretty well because when there are things that I'm not really good at, she leads and then the opposite happens. But you might think like queer people are different. But anyway, the, <laughs> the, the, the second bit that I'm really interested in is, yeah, women is dominant over a man. When she's dominant over a man, she can't respect him. But then you're arguing that men can be dominant over a woman and still respect her. That was a big question for us when we, when we watched yeah, your absolutely. thing. Is, there were a lot of things you said that when men do it, when women do it, then they, the men, you cannot be respected by a woman if you, if you are submissive. But then how are you respecting women that you're with if they're submissive? I don't understand. Yeah, so basically what happens is, is, right, so usually what happens is this, right, is that when a man is dominant and he's a leader, a woman wants to follow him. And when a woman is leading, what happens is when the man is following her, she doesn't respect it because she's actually looking for a man to follow. But why do you think? And the so default- this is this is why a lot of times. Sorry, interrupt you. Keep going. Sorry. Go ahead, no, 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 I didn't interrupt you. Sorry, I thought you were done. Keep no, going. Go ahead. God, this is so respectful, guys. Oh no, Who's I was the just, I was just saying that. I was just saying that. <laughs> I just thought that was a pause. Sorry, sorry. Continue. No, no, say that again. I'm so we're sorry. Submissive. We're submissive, Lucario. Go take. Sorry, us. sorry, Lead Lucario. Us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, for example, if I meet a woman today, Mm. right, and I say, okay, I want A, B, and C to happen, we're just meeting. So if she's like, well, I don't do A, B, and C, I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to stop talking to her and I'm going to go to the girl number two. Now I say that's to girl number two, hey, I like doing do. A, B, and C. She's like, cool. Like, <laughs> that's how cults actually recruit. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. If, if I want, okay, so let me ask you this question. If I want A, B, and C, and that's what's going to make me happy as a man. Should I find someone who also has the same interests as me or and that wants to go in the direction as me? Or should I settle for someone who wants something different? Which one but should I, I do? I think there's a difference in wanting someone who's compatible with you and who you like certain features about them, like for me, example, ambition or drive or mm. independence. And there's a difference between that and looking for that mm. and saying, I like hiking, so you have to like hiking. I think that's the difference is we're looking for qualities versus material logistical things. Like I want someone who's going to want to wear something that I make them wear versus like, I want someone who, Mm. yeah, who is ambitious. So I think like, would you dump someone straight away if they didn't want to go hiking with you, even though 
like you loved I I don't understand that you agree on everything else but the hiking like where's your hill that you're gonna die on right right top of the hiking track right so what I'm saying is is what I right right so this is what I'm saying so what I'm saying is what I want is what I want period and so if if this woman that I'm with is not willing to give me what I want then we shouldn't be together Right. And so what I'm saying is that I'm removing myself from the situation because I know I can get exactly what I want. And in fact, I want her to get exactly what she wants, which is why I'm dismissing her, because I don't I wouldn't want to be with a woman when we are on two different pages. And so what I'm saying is a lot of times what happens in relationships long term is it doesn't work out because you have two people who want different things. And it could be as simple as that. It could be something as simple as, well, I like to hike, you like to skydive. And that's something that, but that's something extremely important to me. It could be anything else. It could be something of a, of a philosophy. It could be something of the way, a way of life, but there's something that I want that she also does, that she doesn't. And if that's the case, then we don't need to be together and we should find the people who connect and fit. And so, so the problem is that so many people are trying to make things fit that don't, Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? And then so either one person is compromising and the other person's doing what they they're doing, right. Or they're both trying to compromise to please each other and they're not being themselves. So what I teach people is fully be yourself and find the people who are going to be in the same direction as you. That's That's, that's all it is. It's really simple. Like with all due respect, that's a pretty distorted view of what agency is like. Like, to be very honest with you, like mm. that, that is, you know, freedom of choice does not come from I choose to be dominated. Like that is, mm. that is just not, that, that is a, you're, you're using arguments that are like people talk about, like how to find compatibility, mm. which is great. But when you take that to the essence of if you are not submitting to to this man you either are not with him or he can get with somebody else i think it's quite a dangerous rhetoric because what you're what you're doing is there are going to be so many of these men out there taking after your paradigm and what they're going to be doing is trying to look for this woman who ultimately is going to get controlled Mm. by the man even if she says yes at the beginning and there are women who are more suggestible than others and they're going to potentially end up in an abusive situation. Maybe not mm. for people like you, maybe maybe not with your intentions, but it's pretty dangerous because there are men out there who actually can be quite sadistic and want mm. to harm women. So if they're following your type of thinking, mm-hmm. they will be abusing women. They will be falling because so it's, then, a prey. A it's a prey you're looking a, for. A simple question. Yeah. Let me ask you a simple question. How is there control if I'm telling them to leave? Because there is a fear of not being with you. So the coercive control comes to play when you say, well, if you won't do exactly what I say, then we are breaking up, that I'm taking away my love, my affection, my time from you because you won't do what I say. But I just met you like two days ago. What are you, this oh, so you're saying two days ago. We just met. How, where does all- oh, so she can actually have yes, an I'm opinion saying, later. Like, if I meet you. But not at the beginning. Right. So what, what I'm saying is if I meet you, and we on a first date, second time we meet, and you're not following my lead, I'm going to leave. Like, so what I'm saying is, is that I'm telling her to go. So I'm not controlling her. Like I said, she doesn't have to follow my lead. As soon as she says, well, I don't want to wear that dress and I don't want to wear those shoes. That's cool. Well, you have a good life. I'm going to go over here. You go over totally, there. But it feels, like, so, so where's it the control? It feels like a combing through women to find one that is quote unquote submissive, or I would read it as weak or traumatized enough to be okay with being led like you're waiting for someone that will do what you say because they maybe are out of an abusive relationship or have had a lot of trauma or like like I've been in situations where I've been like 
you know, controlled in that way. And when you come out of them, you are very vulnerable. And maybe you're looking for someone who is vulnerable enough to do what you say. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. They're not being controlled. Because it actually really... What I'm saying is I'm giving them the... So let me ask well, you this. So you're trying to tell me thing? that if a man needs a you woman... Do you mind if I say one thing, though? Because it, <laughs> it actually isn't about the hiking or the skydiving. It's actually about doing what you want. So if it was actually about the hiking, I, I understand yes. what you're saying about, like, similar interests and hobbies and, you know, first date, if, if you fucking hate the outdoors and you love going camping, like, I understand that. But the what you keep coming back to is if she won't let me lead. So if it's actually about you telling her what to do and her submitting to that rather mm. than about being the highest yes. of it. So it is about that. It's about submission. Yeah. It's about, it's about cooperation. It's about cooperation. Is not submission. Cooperation is different. They're not, they're not the same. They're actually no, cooperation the is working with that's cooperation. Your cooperation is working with, and you can, and you're still working with, with submission. You can't cooperate to submit they're, That's an oxymoron. Yes, you can, because submission means that you're under a mission. So if I go to work at a job, I am submitting to that job and I'm working with that company. So I'm cooperating with that company to make money. No, because there's, <laughs> this way, this there's way. a value, there's a value, there's a contract, there's a mutual benefit. Yeah. But when you, when you are choosing to let yes. go of your agency, to be frank, it's just like what Abby said. It's usually would be women who have had abusive relationships or situations where their agency has been taken and they're just being attracted to the familiar. Mm. Like it's actually quite rare where you... Right, but I'm, I'm not taking anyone's agency though. Y'all keep adding that. I'm saying that a woman who has not been... I'm talking, let's say a woman who hasn't been abused. She's never been in any of those situations. I meet her, a man meets her. He says, hey, I want to do these things. And she says, cool, I want to do those things too because I'm interested in you and I like doing these things and I want to go with you. What is wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with her having the same interest as you. The issue is I don't think anyone's interest or hobby is submission. I don't think anyone's, any woman that I know or that I've ever met, and I grew up in a family of women, I went to an all-girls school, all my friends are women. I don't think anyone, I've met a lot of fucking people in, in this job, you know. I don't think anyone that I've ever met has mm. been desiring submission. No one is genuinely enjoying that. I think maybe they could enjoy hiking genuinely and it could be a some sort, you know, a, a, a linkage there. But I think that the the reason why we're saying uh, it's it's an issue is because you're searching for someone who will submit to you. Yes. Yeah, so and and what I'm asking is what is the what is the issue with with having someone submit it's it takes away the agency man like it, it takes away choice and also and it's can, a breeding ground for abuse it's so, a breeding so, ground so for who's abuse making her submit? And do, you know, do you know what do you know what you basically what you just said but what i was gonna no i'm not i'm not making her submit she's submitting on her own oh man it's That's just what I'm like, to say. Hey, like i can take so, you so, to a torture room but only if you consent and i'll torture you but you're consenting so here you go room. Yeah, I know. Um, but look, there's, there's another thing that as well, like that's under, like underlying everything is the assumption that women are this like one clump and they all think the same. And that's actually a dangerous rhetoric. It's a patriarchal mm. rhetoric as well to think that all women want the same thing when we are so different and so unique and the same can apply to race. The same can apply to religion. You'll have Christianity and you'll have all these different sects and have all these different thoughts. But this moment you start clumping mm. women all into one thing, desiring the same thing, you're reducing us. And it's not respectful as well. Like to... No, so let me ask you a question. So, so, are, you, so are you saying that generalizations don't mean anything? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So it means yeah. nothing. Generalizations mean nothing. Yeah, general 
generalization are basically so the anti-science, you know, like science, empirical evidence, things that have progressed the world, you know, generalizations are like generalization is actually the the bedrock of misinformation yeah without research to back it up i think you can generalize right. and and so so what i'm saying is is that on, if, let, let, let abby finish if most let people, abby finish if a person was to hey, walk Lekari. into we'll, just, we'll, saying, we'll just let abby finish i i just think generalizations no, as a whole like i think you can say that um, most women have been sexually assaulted in their life and that's a generalisation because there is empirical evidence behind it. When you say most women want to submit or most women, well, I guess that's something that you have, I think you've said before, want or should should submit or cannot respect a man they're, they're dominating, quote-unquote, then that is where the issue is. Generalisations mm. work when there is some sort of empirical evidence but it doesn't really work when you're saying someone's motivation of a group that you aren't a part of. So if so, if someone is generalizing and they get empirical evidence of it, does that make it? Does that make it uh, credible? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I think if you can find that, okay, then we can so discuss now, so the correlation. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So now, so perfect. So what I'm saying is, is that if I, if, I, if if I say these large number of men here who don't have an issue attracting women. And women are sexually attracted to those guys. I want to be with those guys. If I take a poll and I ask all these guys what they've done and I get similar answers. Oh, no, right? that's sorry. Would that Look, be I've, enough? I've done research in psychology. I do have a degree yeah. in psychology, so I know exactly how to, to measure things. Um, Self-reporting about mm -hmm. your ability to attract women is not reliable. That's the first part of it. You can't actually measure attraction like... If you ask someone like, am I going okay, to attract so then, someone? Just that first part of that research is, is, is flawed because it, the only way you can do it is you can actually put people in a courtyard and actually observe and mm -hmm. see who attracts who. But men self-reporting, oh, come on, like that, that is not. I mean, so then, how, so then my question would be then how is how have I been doing this for 17 years to tell men to do this, this and that? In order to get this result, because I think I think what's happening is you're playing off patriarchal norms and patriarchal ideas that are creating environments mm -hmm. that are manipulative and that are making women submit and uh, finding ways to control women. So I think that that you're playing but up to saying, things that I've exist. I've never said anything about manipulation, and I've never said anything about control. That's what I, I keep taking it back. I said it's freedom. It's, you're free to do what you want. That's what I'm saying. There's no manipulation and there's no control. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is that if I'm saying this is what I want and this is what I require for a relationship with me and the woman is like, I refuse to do that. And I say, cool, no problem. You have a nice day. What is the issue with that? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not controlling it's her. Not, that's, that's I'm not the manipulating issue. her. I'm, I'm being it's honest. It's the issue that the, with the women who stick around. The issue and is then, the hunt. Uh, yeah, the issue is the hunt. And it's also like, again, I go back to the cult paradigm because that's how cults operate mm -hmm. as well. Like they will look for that person who's suggestive enough and you can look up the word suggestive and then they would attract mm -hmm. this person. And then when they're in there, that's it. That's the reality. And it is a type of brainwashing, unfortunately, that is taking place for the woman to just go, yeah, I'll just get, gonna have exactly what he has and I'll just go after exactly what he has. And they'll never have conflict. And then it'll seem really happy from the mm. outside. But actually, it's not, it's not real. She doesn't have agency. And we keep going back to control 
because control has a lot to do with agency. So even if you're convincing someone. So are you saying women don't have agency? So you're saying grown women don't have agency? No, I'm saying. No, we're saying the people that you're trying to attract are people who are suggestible, which means are people who are more likely to let go of their agency to, to submit to that paradigm. So what, so what I'm saying is, so that's what, that's what I'm trying to ask. So what I'm saying is, is that if a man is saying, hey, I want this, and the woman says, yes, I want that, why is it that all of a sudden, because the man is requesting this, now she has no that's agency? That's true. That's what I'm that's what I'm no. trying to get to that point because that's that's how you're framing well, well, it. You well, well, what, what I was saying before is if you happen to both like hiking, that is still someone exercising agency. If you I I don't see a situation in which a woman would enjoy being told what to do permanently, as it was stated at the start of this conversation, that is a permanent default setting that a man makes a decision for them. I don't think that is possible in any kind of gender dynamic, whether it's a man versus a woman or two women. I don't think anyone has that. It's possible, but it's own. not healthy. Yeah, it's um, possible. It's it's not it's kind of like it, it doesn't make sense. Also, this is a really big breeding ground for victim blaming as well. If someone is in an abusive relationship saying, Well, they have haven't chosen to leave, so therefore they are enjoying the relationship. Which again, I'm, again, we're not saying that you directly are abusive to people. We're just saying this, this, I guess, this notion is concerning to us. No, this is what I'm trying to explain. Because see, y'all keep bringing up control, manipulation, agency, stuff like that. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that when a, and I'm just using men, women, just to make it simple. What I'm saying is, is that if a man is approaching a woman and talking to her and letting her know. This is how his lifestyle is. She, as a grown woman, has a choice to say yes or no. What I'm saying is, is that there's this narrative that if she says yes and submits, right, she's submitting to him, that she has no agency and that she's being somehow manipulated and she has no control or, or whatever. What I'm saying, she has full control to say yes or no. Okay. So if she says yes, right, then she goes along. Now, also, I'll say this real quick, is that the way I teach men is I teach men to vet women and to see if this is the type of woman that he wants in a, in a relationship. And I also tell women to do the same thing, right? I say, vet the guys you're dating. So what happens is that over a period of time, they get to see if they're actually compatible. So like what you're saying, Abby, is yes, there's going to be a time where you might say, you know what? I don't like this. or I don't want to do that. And I'm not into this. or I'm not, I don't want to, you know, and this is where a lot of the conflict could, could come in. Now, a lot of times what will happen is, is that if it's too much conflict, what that means is we are not compatible. And at that point, it's like, okay, cool. Well, it makes more sense for us to split apart and find someone we're more compatible with. That we okay. can control. Well, Sorry my, my question that. is, because you were saying that <laughs> people... Control. I've never said control not one time in this thing about what I do. Y'all are adding that. I just want to know for the record, I just want for the record that y'all are adding control. I said okay. nothing about well, okay. control. In I, fact, I said freedom. I have, genuine, <laughs> I have a genuine question. Okay, so you're saying that if a woman on the first date or second date is saying, I don't want to be, um, I don't want to submit. Are you advising men that you are coaching to say openly on the first date, listen, I want to make all the decisions and I have the final say in everything until the day we die if we are together? Are you giving them full, full mm. informed, uh, informed consent. consent in the relationship? I, uh, or is it small things like, well, if you don't want to go hiking, then we have to break up. Well, if you don't want to wear that, then we have to break up. Or is it you go... First date, just so you know, I'm looking for someone to submit to me and I want to be the decision maker. Which one is it? 
No, he doesn't have to say all of that. He just sees what the action is. For example, no, see, this is that's not a controlling thing. You're saying if a woman, I agree no, no, with this you. One, this one, I'm trying to explain. No, but I'm. I'm but, no, 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 no. This one. No, but what I'm saying is, you, 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 you as a woman, you, you cannot have agency without informed consent. So you cannot have. Uh, you, you, you aren't able to have agency when someone is slowly manipulating you in, in, a, in a way that you don't realise is even happening. So sometimes you go, I want you to submit to me for the rest of our lives. I will make all the decisions. That is informed consent. But you wouldn't say that, like, straight up going like, hey, this is what I want, this is what I'm after, like you were saying. And if she agrees to that, then I think you have some slight merit in what you're saying. But I think if you aren't being transparent with that, that's when it becomes manipulative and coercive. No, no, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... Is that yes, if I'm in a if I'm in a situation or a relationship, or let's say if I'm consistently seeing a woman, we've been seeing each other for seven, eight yeah. months, right? All of that has been talked about because she understands what the situation is, right? What I'm talking about is if I go on a Tinder or Bumble or whatever, and I say to a woman, you know, we match and I say, Hey, uh, let's meet for drinks Friday, and she says, Actually, I don't want to I don't want to drink. I want to go to dinner. Can we do that? What I'm saying is conversation's done. That's what I'm talking about. So what I'm saying is, is that because she's not because she's because she doesn't want to go out for drinks, then we don't have to talk. Yeah. But, you know, something that's very funny, like my way or the highway. That's also how dictators work. Lucario. Mm. That is literally Mm. how dictators run countries. So would you say that men have to be dictators in relationships? The difference is that in those countries, those people, no, the difference is in those countries, those people are under conditions where they don't have a choice but to listen to the dictator. The woman doesn't have to listen to me. That's what I'm trying to say. She doesn't have to listen. You see what I'm saying? So she always has a choice to go. Yeah, that's what cults also say. Like, I don't understand how that is even like. like it's it's actually if you don't have informed consent at the beginning to say like right now, if you're entering this place where we're going to invest emotionally with each other. So before we invest emotionally, you will need to do every single thing that I want mm-hmm. and that I am going to be the decision maker. If there's informed consent, there could be an argument that, yes, your paradigm works. Yes. If there's no informed consent and you start coming off and you build an emotional connection. And first few dates, she says, yes, I'll do whatever you do, you want. But I'll suck your dick be- that way. And then you kind of go deeper and deeper and deeper <laughs> into the relationship. And she has already invested emotionally, maybe has kids as well. And suddenly she decides she wants to have agency. She listens to Abby's show. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Fucking women have to do shit. And I want to I want to have my own opinions. I want to have my own thing. So in the middle of having invested emotionally, invested with kids, She decides she wants to change her mind Uh even after the informed consent that happened at Mm. the beginning. But then it's now at this point that the dude turns around and says, hey, no, I'm not doing that because you're deciding to have your own opinion about things and you're deciding to have your own agency. And that is what we're saying would be coercive control because there is actually both of you would have invested and then you would have gone, "Okay, I'm just leaving now. So. In that situation, you have the emotional investment as a pawn that you're, and mm-hmm. that's where manipulation comes so, in, and that's so where person, control so, comes in. So, so, in other words, so so is a person allowed to leave a relationship whenever they want? Yes, yes. but when you're being controlled, or when you're in a domestic violence or an abusive relationship, then it's near impossible. Yes. 
No, I, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about no, domestic violence. Talking I'm not talking about, about that, abusive relationships. Because that's how that's no, how domestic talking about situ- Yeah, that's that's how coercive control works. Which I would urge you, because at the beginning I asked you, do you know what coercive control is? And you said no. So I urge you to look it up and research it properly and see that some lines. Right, but but, but the thing is, I don't. But the thing is, is that what you're saying, what I'm saying, is not coercive control. You, that's what I'm saying. You think that that's what it is. What I'm saying How is, is, is that there's How, two grown adults. No, no, no. Our, our concern isn't for the women that are saying no. Our concern is the women that are saying yes. Like, for example, what if you're dating someone for five weeks and it, or something and it happens to be that she's mm-hmm. genuinely wanted to do all the things you've wanted to do. She's wanted to go home with you. She's wanted to go for the fucking hike. She's got the fucking Chinese. <laughs> she loves it. She's living her fucking life, right? <laughs> then week six, you want to go and mm-hmm. play mini golf. She wants to go and play pool. And you go, actually, no, we're, we're going to play mini golf because it's Mr. Lucario's time and I make all the decisions. And up until now, I've been leading you and therefore you've agreed to everything I've said, but now we either have to break up or play mini golf. That is when coercive control comes into it because it's, you have the emotional investment. Mm. The person just has happened to agree with you. I agree with what you're saying on a micro level that if she genuinely wants to, you know, go home with you, then of course, of course that's consensual and that's great. But when it comes to the fact that you are operating on the assumption that every single decision is yours in the end, and she doesn't know that until five weeks in when she's emotionally invested or whatever, that's when there's an issue. And the first blow up is about a decision like what you do that day. You're saying, do you feel, do you feel like Chinese food? And she's going, actually, I do feel like a Mongolian lamb. And then you go. No, 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 I don't say, I don't say, do you feel like Chinese? I say, we're getting Chinese. Oh my God. <laughs> so that is saying? like the least I'm not, attractive I'm not asking her, does she want to get Chinese? I'm saying, we're going to get Chinese. My God, where do you now, get she these can women say, from, I don't Macario? Want like, who the hell is attracted to this shit? Like, honestly. There's this place called Earth. Oh, That's where I get hell, from. No Are way. you in a relationship? Yeah, actually. That, we're, let's yeah, yeah, Lico, I'm in a relationship. How long for? So I've been with, with my wife for 15 years, and I've been with my girlfriend for four years. Okay, so you're Polly. Um, so have they never have yeah. they never questioned any decision that you've made? No, they they've they've basically give their input and they give their opinions and then we talk about certain things and then what happens is I make a decision after we talk about it. But what happened is is that when we first met, I said, do this and they did it. And so as time went on, I said, cool, they're cooperating consistently. So now that you become my girlfriend or wife, then what happens is, is that I get, you get more consideration. So what I'm saying is, is that when I first meet you and I don't know you, you're not going to, I'm not going to have you come in and tell me how I should be living my relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. So what I'm saying is, especially when I talk to men, I say, listen, be a leader, figure out what you want and find women who are going to follow your lead. Because this is what I'm saying. I've been out with women who didn't follow my lead and they they left. And I and I was like, cool, that's cool. And some of them I'm really cool with till this day. Are they happy women, your girlfriend and your wife, would you say? Absolutely. That's why they've been with me for so long. Oh, I'm interested. Interested. I, I, have I have a question. Does 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 this does this like does this um decision making follow through to if you want to have sex and, and they don't want to have sex? No, if they don't want to have sex, we're not gonna have sex. Oh. You feel what I'm saying? Just like if I don't want to have sex, you're not gonna have so, sex. So so okay, so so they have autonomy in that way. Why yeah, only because with sex? This is what I'm saying. Because, no, 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 because when in a sexual situation that's something like you, if you like, if I'm meeting a woman for the first time, right. When I first meet her, I'm seeing if she's sexually attracted to me right now. 
if she's sexually attracted to me, we hook up, we get together, we have sex, we continue to hook up, we get together, we have sex, we continue to hook up together, we have sex. So now if I'm with my girlfriend or wife, I'm with now, I know that we have a sexual connection. So she's already proven to me that she's interested in me sexually. Now, if I meet a woman today and I want to have sex with her tonight and she says, well, I don't want to have sex or I got to wait 90 days or I'm not trying to have sex with you now. I want to do it later. I may never call her again because right now you're not proving to me or you're not showing me that you're sexually interested. So if you're not sexually interested, we don't need to talk. I already know my wife and girlfriend is sexually interested. So if one day she's tired, cool, that ain't nothing. We could, we could, uh, you know, do it the next day or I can go have sex with another woman because I'm poly. You see what I'm saying? Are they poly by the way as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that an honest answer? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So your wife is, is you have ethical non-monogamy. She can also sleep with whoever she wants. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. My wife, my wife has a boyfriend. <laughs> does he also take the lead? How, does she, how is she going to cope wants. with both of you leading? She, she knows what to do. Oh, <laughs> very ominous. She knows exactly what to do. very ominous. Um, so you give them more, you give them more autonomy the longer they're with you. Is it then about ego of like, well, I yes. have the confirmation. Yeah. No, but for no, you, no, not autonomy. I give them, I give them, I give a woman more say. But why is it up to me. you to say? And also, you are you saying that if I had said at the start of this, I want to be the dominant one, I want to be the quote unquote leader. Am I able to do all these things as well to men that I date? Or does that not work? Because you said before. Yeah, of course. Cause I you, you, yeah, because you, you'll be with a guy who's going to follow your lead. But you're yeah, you're going to be with the dude who's going to do you've that. You've also said during this conversation that if I lead a man, I won't respect him. Yeah, because what happens is that when, when a woman dominates a man, she sees him as weak. Do you see your wife and girlfriend as weak? No, because strong women follow masculine Don't men. strong men follow um, strong women? No. Why? If you're following a woman, you're weak. Tell that to the whole country of New Zealand. <laughs> no, I'm saying you still haven't chosen if you want to lead or not. You got to figure Fuck, that out. I'm tired. I'm you, I think, make your life I, think so I want to go to the bathroom. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna <laughs> oh go my to God, Miss Lakara. I think Abby should leave. We didn't, I, think, I think Abby should leave. I think, That's what I think. I think I, think I should Abby leave. Should leave. Disrespect I won't want to fuck or I won't respect my, my partner. So it's, it's kind of a catch me too. I'm kind of forced into either I submit or I don't respect my, my partner, which I don't think is, I think that's a fallacy. But you know, I think the most concerning thing for me is not actually your like thoughts I guess it's it's marrying those thoughts with individuals who mean harm. Mm. So you might not even know. You might not mean harm. And yeah. But if you come in, in and empower a man in an already patriarchal society where already it's actually unequal in real life. And then you tell them like, hey, you need to find the woman and she needs to go with my way or the highway. Then his way potentially might mm. be like, I want to have sex with you, even if you don't want to. That's mm. the person who wants that. Or another person leader. who's like, right, well, wouldn't that happen regardless? But wouldn't that happen regardless? Even if, no, but even you're if empowering, he wasn't you're empowering that or like if that man comes to you and he's comes, takes your course and sits with you and they are mm -hmm. in a way, potentially women hating or, um, not even that. They just, they actually think that my way or the highway could be that I can slap her or mm. my way or the highway could be that I can have sex with her even if she doesn't want finances, to. Or I can right, control then, the finances. But then, but then the thing is, right, but then by, by, but by your logic, then we should get rid of knives and guns because yes, we should the person will go into the store yeah. and buy some yeah. knives <laughs> and... And the Kari, like you, you've, you know, we've spoken for a while now and I think as a good leader to use your term, 
it's important to listen and reflect. And there are some things that I reckon you could learn from from just from from two women who who are giving this advice. And some of them are the terms coercive control, autonomy, empirical evidence, and these sorts of things. It would be good, I reckon, to apply to yourself and to your course, and and to learn and grow from there. Like we were saying before, I think that it's I think it's about informed consent and having people verbalize this is what they want. I think you're correct. If both people if one person wants to lead and one person for some strange reason wants to be led, I mean praying for them, but whatever. Like if they <laughs> if they want to be submissive and they genuinely want that and they've like grown up Christian or something, and like <laughs> no, but like they genuinely want that. Then that then that's fine, but I think it's about like where the coercive control and the manipulation comes in is when there isn't informed consent and, they, and the plan. You're asking them to be part of a plan they don't know the end game to. So you're asking them to sign up for something that they don't know what the actual situation is going to be. Whereas when you get a job, to use your analogy, you know what your role will be. Um, sorry, Sicario, we've we've uh, so got to wrap the studio because we actually have got to leave in five um, minutes. Okay, no. yeah, but we hey, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, so you so much for your time. Your time. No, and also, awesome. really well done. Y'all. That's what's up, uh, Abby, Lynn, Oscar. I appreciate y'all. That's really what's well up. done talking to us for that long and defending mm. you so genuine, genuinely. Yeah, that was genuinely. really, really um, impressive. So <laughs> thanks, Sicario. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on. Oh my fucking god. Whole Len, I'm pissing at you. I'm actually pissing myself laughing. Okay. <laughs> you guys did very well. Oh very well. My have God. you ever just, imagined I me being thought that? I was gonna faint at one point. <laughs> I thought I was gonna faint. I thought I was gonna actually pass out on this chair. Look, I really thought we were gonna we were gonna have some sort of but it just some sort of I mean, we did have a debate, Len, well done with your patience and your intelligent questions. But it was like we go around in circles yeah. and no no questions were answered. And this is what these people do, is they have these woo-woo things, and like yeah. you said, without empirical evidence, and then say, Well, no, it's it's because a man only a man can lead a woman. Well, why? Well, because imagine this. No, no, no. What 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 is the reasoning behind that? All right. Well, we couldn't get it um we couldn't, you know, get get you someone that is a good partner. Unfortunately, well, guys, I'm he still was not fucking the- single. I, I, I haven't. I don't have the urge to submit. I just find it. I just find it so wild to say that women. I and again, I know that I'm probably not. I don't have empirical evidence for this, but like saying that women, there are women that out there that genuinely want to submit. The, the concerning part for me is the lack of informed consent. Yeah, no one in their right. Fuck. Imagine first date sitting down and go. Hey, so before we start, just letting you know, um, from this point forward, I will make every decision <laughs> about anything, whether we have Chinese food or you jump out of a fucking plane. Otherwise, <laughs> I will leave you. <laughs> That's fucking it's abuse. It's so fucking unattractive. I just don't understand who he's, like, who's buying the course. Um, men, men. Also, I'm pissing at the, uh, well, should we ban guns? Yeah. We're in Australia, dude. We're in Australia. Yeah, I um, know. I'm going to wait. Yeah, me too. Sparked. I need we'll to do a little pee. prologue. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God. A listener production.